Welcome to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal. We examine things like habits of entrepreneurs, emerging trends, financing, marketing, where to get help, even how to get started on your own. By the way, I love hearing from small business owners and employees. Let's talk about your business. Send me an email at gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. That's gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. Today, a chat with Ian Siegel, founder and CEO of ZipRecruiter, about what's getting little attention in the job market, including two trends exploding right now. I'll talk with him after this. When a state ranks among the top 10 in the country for major new and expanded facilities, that's pure growth. When it's tops for three straight years, that's pure Michigan. Long known as a world leader in the automotive industry, Michigan is also a leader in defense, cybersecurity, mobility, agribusiness, and aerospace. In fact, CNBC rates Michigan among the top 10 states in the country for business. To learn more, visit michiganbusiness.org because helping business grow is pure Michigan. What's the job market of the future look like, and how might small businesses respond? In the immediate, there are two areas of growth that are generally not talked about much because they're niche industries, but they're exploding in popularity. With Insight, we're joined by Ian Siegel, founder and CEO of ZipRecruiter. Full disclosure here, by the way, ZipRecruiter is a sponsor of This Morning, America's First News, one of my other podcasts, but his insight as an entrepreneur is relevant, and this is not a pitch for ZipRecruiter. Ian, what does your data show about trends right now? I mean, I think the most noticeable thing about the job market in general is its extended run, which spans the entirety of the Trump administration and all the way back through the last year of the Obama administration, where we're on this 18-month tear of almost every month being a impressive new jobs creation month. And over that same period of time, we've seen modest wage growth and we've seen record low unemployment. So you have a combination of factors right now that speak to an incredibly healthy job market. All right, which is wonderful, but it can't last, I guess, right? Are there, are there signs that you look for in terms of potential slowdown? You know, it's interesting because you're seeing slowdown across multiple categories, um, categories which historically have been good categories for job creation, However, you're seeing new categories emerge, categories that don't often get talked about, that are proving to be heroic job creation categories. And it's really interesting because when the press talks about the job market, it's always very easy to identify previously big categories that are shrinking and talk about the job apocalypse that's coming through things like AI and automation. Um, But what's rarely done by the press is an evaluation of which categories are growing. And as I said, some of these categories are growing at an astonishing pace. Mm, Like what, for example? Like, I'll give you a funny one. There is a job category right now that is growing faster than the Apple App Store did. And nobody mentions it because it's a little stigmatized, but marijuana is an incredible growth category in the United States. I'll give you another one. Drones. Mm-hmm. Nobody talks about drones, but there's more than 100,000 people who make their full-time living now working in the drone industry, and that's projected to triple over the next two years. Wow. So there's these incredibly fast-growing, giant job categories uh, that represent sort of future directions of commerce that are not being frequently discussed. 
I'm glad I'm not part of that press because we've discussed that a, a good bit. But explain the uh, explain what's happening, I guess, with drones. We talk about manufacturing or just people learning how to use them and, and monetize monetize it. Well, there there is a there's a host of jobs to be created and being done right now in the drone category. So right now, drones. Um, there's definitely manufacturing of drones. There's a rapid innovation in the development of drones. And there's a really big hobby market for drones. They tend to be used for personal use at this point. However, multiple big companies you know of, Amazon, FedEx, UPS, are intent to launch uh, commercial drones for the purposes of making deliveries. And when you think about what their incentive is, it's practically guaranteed they're going to figure this out. In the end of every year, in the fourth quarter, between those companies I just listed, there will be more than 400,000 part-time workers hired to try and handle the flood of packages that get delivered over effectively a four-month period. Mm. And for all of these companies, a solution where a single human operator could launch multiple drones from, say, a truck that drives into the middle of a neighborhood and then distributes packages without driving from door to door would be an incredible efficiency boost. So all of them are definitively working on it. There's just some government regulation to get through about what are the rules for drone operation. And right now, those rules are somewhat onerous. Mm. We're speaking with Ian Siegel, founder and CEO of ZipRecruiter. So how does stuff like that tie into, say, the gig economy? Well, I think the gig economy is really interesting because right now, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, which puts out the job report every month, doesn't do a great job of counting the gig economy jobs. And in fact, the gig economy is the fastest growing job category in the overall jobs market. There is, for example, right now, more than a million people right now across Uber and Lyft and GetAround and a host of other food delivery services driving for a living, being their own boss, setting their own hours, and making it work. Now, for a lot of these people, this is a supplemental job. And they also have another job, probably about 70% of them. Mm -hmm. But it's a really interesting transition in our society because for a lot of people, this is available income that's easy to go get. It's not the traditional job interview process. It's not the traditional high stress, go through a set of interviews, try to get a full-time job, and then be dependent on only one source of income. So it's really, in my opinion, it's a transformation in our society, and you're going to see the gig economy continue to explode. So a lot of things that could branch off from that, too. Right? Tax implications, I guess, uh, I don't know, health benefits, right? retirement benefits. If, if, say, suddenly we decide we'd rather work two gig economy-type uh, jobs rather than one full-time traditional nine-to-five. Absolutely. And this, is th- this, is, I mean, this gets into larger societal questions. But when you look at what's happening with healthcare, and you look at things like the Affordable Care Act, and you look at the implications of the changes that are currently being discussed, in a sense, it's going to probably set back the gig economy. Whereas if we had a nationalized health service and everyone had ready access to health insurance, one of the big reasons people go get and keep a full-time job is for those health benefits right now. So I think we will see government policy affect the shape and nature of job creation in the future in some really interesting ways, and that those changes are imminent. Mm. The uh, since you brought up the potential of uh, a, a national nationalized healthcare, 
I never considered that about the uh, gig economy. How many people would just drop what they're doing and maybe try to go launch something? Well, it's a, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's a lot to that question. And I am certainly not a healthcare policy expert. <laughs> I am a jobs expert. <laughs> but I, so I don't know how many people are keeping their current job for fear of losing their health insurance because maybe they have a pre-existing condition or whatnot. Maybe they have kids and they're trying to keep them on their plan. Mm-hmm. But we know from our own research that uh, the number of jobs that include healthcare over the last 24 months has gone from the mid-20s to the mid-30s in terms of percentage points. And we know that it is one of the primary and most attractive benefits that you can use to lure talent to a job. This is definitely one of the highest value offerings an employer can make to differentiate themselves from their competition. So it plays a big role in the job market today and who decides which job they're going to take. Uh, So it would be interesting to see if the playing field were leveled and that perk was taken away as an advantage for some employers. What would really happen to the job market? Thanks, Ian. Ian Siegel, founder and CEO of ZipRecruiter. Reminder, by the way, the Small Business Report is found on our website, which is This Morning with GordonDeal.com, as well as on places like iTunes and SoundCloud. Those are also places where you can hear our daily news program called This Morning, America's First News. Again, if you're a small business owner or employee, I'd like to hear your story. You can email me at gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. That's gdeal at compassmedianetworks.com. I love talking small business. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Report. I'm Gordon Deal. Deal.